It's hour number three, the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. Hour three brought to us brought to us by Rooftech of Oklahoma. And by demand via the text line, some folks out there, they wanted me to call in favors. They wanted me to reach out to Big Bubba. You've got Big Bubba. That's right. Joey Helmer of OU Insider on the phone lines, 24-7 Sports. Joey, who was out at practice. I mean, amazing that today happens to be the day, one of them, that there was an open practice at OU. What are the chances of that? And I applaud Oklahoma for not shutting that down. So let's just start right there. Before we dive into, Joey, your response and reaction and thoughts on Kale Gundy, without knowing all the details, your your response to the decision that's been made, how was practice? What did you see at Oklahoma? What was the, the thought, the vibe, the mood out there? Yeah, I think it would be very easy, you know, if, and I'm going to say this as candidly as I possibly can, had this been the previous regime, the media would not have been allowed out to practice today. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, I think that's commendable that Brent Venables uh, kept on schedule with everything and allowed us to come out there. And I'll say, you know, given everything that's happened in the last 12 hours or so, um, I think all of us expected it to be doom and gloom out there. Right? We, we know what Kel Gundy has meant to this program. Uh, that goes without really even needing to be talked about it. It's unstated how important he's been and how much he's contributed, but there there was an excitement still today, and I think that's a good thing for Sooner fans looking for some positives out of this. Uh, the, the team was getting after it. Um, I think they were physical, um, looked more physical than I've seen them. Now, we haven't got to be around a little bit less than an hour of a practice typically under the previous regime. But uh, in the time that I was able to see the team today, they, they were getting after it. They were energized. Um, and I think there was a more positive feel than, than I expected at least. Yeah, I think that's a good sign for Oklahoma. Where, where do you stand with Oklahoma having some sort of joint press conference with Castiglione President Harris, Brent Venables, do you think that's necessary or no? Do you think enough has been done at this point? You know, I I think at the very least, um, and I expect this to be the case, that there will be some statements issued uh, about a press conference. I guess I have mixed feelings on that. I, I don't know um, if it's entirely necessary, and yet uh, it could also clear the air some. Um, if they were to have a press conference and filled some questions about this situation. So um, I, I don't think I would disagree with the decision either way, regardless of what they have to do. But um, I, I do I do expect the administration, given um, what, what's come out, that it, I would almost think they have to release a statement there. Yeah, I, I would imagine. So I, mean, I know you got your Brent Venable statement last night, but – to my knowledge, there's not been a from-the-top-down statement, right, from Castiglione or Harris yet, unless I missed something this morning. So I, I have not seen one, and i gotta, I, I got to tell you, when I was writing my story last night, I don't know how many people know this. 
you know, we just look at from a head coach's perspective, but Kel Gundy is the winningest coach when you combine um, his playing career and his coaching career. He's been on the sideline slash in the box for the most wins in Oklahoma history. So, uh, I mean, this, this we already knew this was significant, but that kind of puts an exclamation point to how significant this is. I want to backtrack to something you said off the top because I agree with you. I do think under the previous regime, you and the rest of the Oklahoma media, you would not have been at practice today. It would have been boxed off. There's a situation unfolding, and they wouldn't have wanted the media out there today. So with that in mind, and again, we can't really prove that to be the case. I guess that's hypothetically us projecting this situation with Lincoln Riley still as the head football coach. But let's treat it as though what you said is right, which I agree with what you said. I think that that is true. I think that if Lincoln Riley was still the head football coach, you wouldn't have been at practice today, and the the rest of the Oklahoma media wouldn't have been there either. So, treating that as being fact and being true, what does that tell you about Venables, about where this thing in your mind is headed with Brent Venables as head coach? Well, I think the main thing it tells me is everything you've seen over the last seven months. There, there's transparency in this program. There's accountability. Um, and they're not, quite frankly, they're not trying to hide anything. I think you look and Oklahoma got out in front of this thing, okay? It, you know, it, this could have surfaced without um, Kel Gundy resigning. It could have surfaced without Brent Venables uh, accepting the res- resignation. And um, I, I don't know how that situation ends up uh, it turns out, I mean, if people think about the situation differently, but uh, Oklahoma was proactive with this. Uh, I mean, and that's, you know, that to me is just speaks volumes to the accountability. Um, that's important. I, I think Kel Gundy was uh, accountable for his actions and what um, happened and he got out in front and, and admitted he's remorseful about what happened and uh, regardless of whether you think um, he, he should have resigned or, or what uh, maybe the punishment might have been, uh, there was an accountability level there that really, really is important in this whole deal. I think so, too. And as I've slept on it and thought about it more, I think, oh, you got this right. Where do you stand as you've had a little bit of time to digest Kale Gundy resigning. How do you feel about how this has transpired and unfolded? Keep in mind, we don't really know any – we don't know all of the facts. We know some of the facts based on what we know and Kale Gundy having, by his admission, having read this off of a player's iPad. Where do you stand with Kale Gundy resigning or Oklahoma from an administrative level, from the head coach maybe in Brent Venables, telling him, hey – you know, we have to make a change here. Whatever, however it played out, did Oklahoma get this right? Now that you've had a little time to digest it, where do you stand? And so I've tweeted out uh, this, so I think my feelings on it are fairly public, and so um, I have no problem saying this. Um, I, I think it's fine. I, I think um, for Kel Gundy to have resigned, I understand it. I, I think um, 
clearly wasn't warranted. Um, if Kel Gundy made this decision on his own to resign, then I'm perfectly fine with it. I think it's what should have happened. However, if he was forced into this decision, I think given the impact that he has had on a lot of people's lives here, a lot of people's lives, uh, young kids turning them into uh, adults and young men and eventually, you know, very, very good people. And, you know, he has developed and molded so many men throughout his time at Oklahoma. And so um, I think, you, you know, if he was forced, I have a little bit of a problem with it. I feel like he, um, if he was forced to make this resignation, I think they could have suspended him perhaps and investigated it more. But if this was solely his decision, then I think it's the right decision. So one of the questions that I've been asking all morning long, and I've been – it's just we have such a response this morning, as you might imagine. Lots of – a lot of ranges on the opinions and how people feel about this and whether or not, oh, you got it right, how it's going to affect this 2022 season – have not been able to hit every single response. I've tried this morning, but, man, there's just so much out there on it. The question that I've been asking is, how does this affect 2022, if at all? Do you have a – I mean, that's why I wanted to get you on because you were at practice this morning where you say, kind of felt like business as usual, honestly felt a little bit upbeat in light of everything that's going on around the program right now, last night and this morning. But what, what's your thought process? Where do you stand with that? How does this, if at all, affect 2022, at least your initial response to it? I think taking away the, the incident and just speaking solely about Kel Gundy not being with the program anymore, I think where I would be most concerned would be from the recruiting aspect of things. Looking at the you know 23 and 24 class and what Oklahoma's been doing on the recruiting trail, I'm not so sure as far as tangible effect this season um, if it really is going to have any. But um, as far as effects that I see, I think it would be more on the recruiting trail. Yeah, I have my concerns that this could be wind up being a problem for Oklahoma in 2022. I think, to me, it puts even added importance for the Nebraska game now all of a sudden. I think now that this has unfolded the way that it has, it's the first big hurdle in Brent Venable's tenure. It is. And what happens here and how Oklahoma responds to it, I think Joey is going to tell us a lot about how this Oklahoma tenure of Brent Venables, how it's going to unfold long term. I'm I'm really glad you brought that up because that was something I was uh, fixing to say if you were going to ask me something else because – so far, it's been, you know, everything's been good. It's been all on the up. Some people question Oklahoma's recruiting back in, you know, May and June, but uh, those of us in the know <laughs> understood where things were about to go there. This, however, is the first negative situation that Brent Venables has faced. And so um, it, it's kind of like, okay, now here's the job, okay? Everything's been good, you know, everyone's happy you're back, they're excited, it's the Brent Venables era, we got it. We got who we wanted to uh, coach the football program moving forward, he's brought in a great staff, 
and now here's the first bombshell negative thing that he has to, you know, uh, deal with. And so, yeah, from th- that standpoint, um, I, it's kind of like getting anointed on the job. And um, I, I do think you bring up a good point. Uh, they they need to need to win that Nebraska game. They need to have a good start because uh, things could really snowball here off of this. Um, if you want to look at it from the the negative perspective, they really, really could. So, is Oklahoma still your favorite in the Big Twelve Conference in twenty twenty two? I think so. I, I I just think Oklahoma and Baylor the two best teams. I think we'll we'll, we'll see. I, I I don't know if this changes who I think is going to be on top of the league, and uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, I mean, maybe this could be a cloud that's over the, the Sooners the entire season. And uh, if that's the case, uh, we saw how weird last year was. It seemed like there obviously was a different situation, but there was a cloud over Oklahoma all season. And they just really could never put it together. So if it's one of those situations that, uh, yeah, Oklahoma would have trouble. Uh, getting back to the top of the Big 12. Okay, one final question, and this is something we've kicked around a little bit this morning. So, LaDamian Washington is has been an offensive analyst. Now he's taken over as the wide receivers coach. Is he going to coach wide receivers this season for OU? Should the Sooners look outside before this season starts? Can they look outside? Is there enough time for them to look outside the, the university, what they have already on campus? Man, the timing of it just makes it that much more of uh, a difficult situation because you've got coaches around the country that have already started fall camp as well. And so um, I think all options are still on the table. They would have to be. Um, but right now for the foreseeable future, LaDamian uh, Washington is your guy. And so uh, we'll see. I have heard nothing but positive things about him. So uh, Oklahoma fans should like that. And um, we'll, we'll see where all this um, continues to head here in the future. By the way, I should probably have mentioned this midway through the interview like a radio professional, but this, of course, Joey Helmer from OU Insider. You can follow him on Twitter at joeyhelmer 247 They've got all sorts of information over there. The VIP board is cooking with recruiting news, which that's going to be one of the big uh, – pieces of this puzzle the fallout on the recruiting side joey and i know that brandon drum and parker thune parker you'll hear right here on these airwaves from noon to three alongside uh, mike steely so he's gonna have some thoughts on what he's hearing so far on how this may or may not impact oklahoma recruiting he's gonna be the he's gonna be one of the best resources on that but i would encourage everybody go ahead and sign up for that uh subscription over there at OU Insider, the VIP board, keeping you up to date on everything going on with Sooner football. Joey, hey, thanks for the update on practice, man, and uh, we'll still catch you on Thursday, your regularly scheduled appearance. This just a little bit of bombshell news, and people were asking for you to join and share your thoughts on what's going on at practice, so thank you for making time for us. Hey, thank you for having me on, and thanks for the, those of you who might have requested to have me on as well. I appreciate that. Big Bubba. He is pumped up, man. Pumped up that you've requested him and his thoughts this morning. Joey Helmer, OUinsider.com. Joey Helmer, 247 on Twitter. I got a text message we got to hit next. First of all, I'm not Plank. 
So th- this is Josh Elmer this morning. Nothing happening. Well, whatever. We'll read it right now. Sooner Soldier. Plank, I haven't respect for you. You just said they got it right and then said you don't even know all the facts. Really? That's like saying someone's guilty of a crime without evidence. Shame on you. Okay, again, let's not solely Chris Plank's good name this morning. Chris Plank is on vacation today and throughout the rest of this week and the first day of next week. I'm Josh Humber. So if you want to call anybody a bozo and a moron, I will gladly accept that treatment. It, I am Josh Helmer, okay? Let, let Plank Take your joy, anger out on me. Let Plank Joy is vacation for crying out loud. Let Plank enjoy his vacation sooner, soldier. And in response, real quick, before we take this opening time out of hour number three on that subject, I'm saying we don't know all the facts. Connor doesn't know all the facts. Josh Helmer doesn't know all the facts. Oklahoma fans don't know all the facts. You think the OU administration doesn't know most of the facts in this situation? Yes, they know how this played out. You think Brent Venables doesn't know the facts of this situation? Yes, they know how this played out. And they arrived at the decision, and Kale Gundy arrived at the decision, that he should step down and resign, and Brent Venables accepted it. So when I say we don't know all the facts, I'm not talking about the University of Oklahoma. The University of Oklahoma knows the facts, and collectively, they made the decision that, you know what, it's probably best that Kale Gundy resigns. So... There you have it. There you have it. Way to let that out, Josh. Good job. It's a very, yeah, get it off your chest. Very relaxed Monday morning right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Home of Suda fans, it's the Plank Show. Hour 3 brought to us by Rooftech of Oklahoma. We still got time to take your phone calls. Thanks to Joey Helmer of OU Insider joining us. Take an opening timeout. Hour 3, we are rolling along all morning long. Not too far away from Steelman and Thune at noon right here. It's the Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans. Back with you, Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. It's the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Home of Sooner fans. Josh and Connor. Hour 3 brought to us by Roof Tech of Oklahoma. Just to play this fair on both sides here, that way we're not only, you know, reading certain responses or whatever. I want, you know, folks to feel like this is an equal opportunity forum. And here's the response we've got. Ah! Can't listen to this. This is ridiculous. We can make a difference and change this crap cancel culture. Diversity training for reading a kid's iPad? And there's been a lot of this next uh, – this is me sort of chiming in on the text here, but there's been a lot of this response from fans. What about the kid? If we're going to get rid of a loyal coach that's done so much for our program, shouldn't the kid be responsible for his actions too? So, first of all, on on that portion of it, the difference between a leader – of young men and one of the players, I think that's an important distinction that we have to make. And the, yeah, one that he's a college kid too, and then Kale Gundy has more higher, you know, kind of like expect expectations for himself as a leader in that group. 
Secondly, Connor, we don't know that the player has not already been held responsible for their actions. Now, probably the punishment for the player is not going to be getting booted off campus, okay? And there's some folks that seem to want that to happen for said player, whoever that may be. But that's not realistic, okay? This is a player that doesn't seem like was paying enough attention in the meeting room for number one. So, okay, that's a offense that can be punished. And number two, the you know language and what was going on there was not ideal for the player either. But that being said, there's a different standard by which the two are going to be judged. The assistant coach whether it's a head coach, anybody in a leadership-type role versus the 18- to 22-year-old college athlete that, hey, yeah, they're, they're, they're grown men for all intents and purposes, right? Like, I get it. There's a response from some out there in these sort of incidents, in these sort of moments. Well, he's a grown man. Yeah, but think of who you were at 18 to 22 years of age. There's a big difference between 50 years of age and 21 years of age or 19 or 18 years of age. Let's make that distinction. Well, we've made we made plenty of mistakes at that age, Josh. This just happens to be a big one. But I don't think you're ever going to see who actually did it. No one's going to come out and say that because you know, Josh, if they come out and say who it was, we ha- there's some ruthless fans out there that can maybe come attack that kid, and that would not that would not go well. So, I th- yeah, I think they're going to keep this on. They're not ever going to say who did this. As this is from the text line, as Toby pointed out this morning, nothing says that the kid actually wrote what was on the iPad yet. Well, and again, here's the thing. I keep coming back to this, too, is probably we're not going to know all the facts in this situation. But – you don't think that OU knows the facts of this situation or has it on pretty darn good authority that they have the facts of this situation from eyewitness accounts of players that were in that meeting room, of other, if there's other coaches that were in that meeting room, OU knows what happened, okay? The administration at OU knows what happened. Probably the Board of Regents of Oklahoma knows what happened. Brent Venables knows what happened. And this is this is where we wound up. This is where we wound up. They they know the full story and we don't. That's why we can't say all of what actually happened, whether the player actually had that on his iPad or not. We're just assuming that yes he did, just based on what everyone's saying. Since we're jumping fully into the race portion of this, via the text line. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Does Demarco Murray get fired for reading the same thing, or is this just because Kale is white? Yeah, in a lot of ways, this is because Kale is white and because of the history of that word. I would like to uh, believe that under cer- similar circumstances, that Demarco would have some form of punishment. I don't know that it would necessarily be the same as a Kale Gundy. And look, you could be outraged or enraged that the standard between the two is not really the same but there's a difference between a white man and a black man saying that word it's as simple as that there is a difference 
a lot of folks want to know what's going to happen if and when the players' identity kind of gets leaked out. And I would say the player's not going to be received well by a large portion of the fan base. Do you think eventually they they can say that, though, who, who actually did it? Oh, I don't who, think that they're going to want to, but I think that people are going to get to talking and there's a very realistic possibility that we might arrive at that point where it's whether or not it's, again, everything being true or false in this situation, right? We're led to believe that we know this or we know that, but probably as the general public and not being – unless you're in the – underbelly of the university or you're on the interior the inside of the university from an administration you're probably not going to know everything about this situation but if i mean we're hearing a bunch of stuff but if those players in the meeting if some of this is that got leaked out that that kid who had the ipad and the other players in that meeting room knew that it was a slip and they knew it wasn't as big as a deal to Kale Gundy, it just happened to get leaked out to the administration, then, man, Josh, I think think the OU administration needs to handle this better. I think this is too quick of a decision to make Kale Gundy have have a resignation to OU. I think a suspended or a suspension would work a lot better, whether that's a few games or maybe close to half the season, but I just think they made too quick of a decision on this because we don't know. They know the whole full story, but – it's just, oh, man. Yeah, hopefully the player's identity doesn't really get revealed in the future because that could wind up messy around here. Could wind up messy around here. Uh, this is from the text line here. Change the subject. You just lost me as a listener. This story is nothing to occupy your show. Yeah, yeah, maybe – uh Maybe it is time to jump into a different topic. It is, but man, Josh, the dude's been here for 28 years, so he's not just a typical OU coach. He's a player and a coach. Combine that for 28 years, he has OU, OU in his soul and his heart. So, I mean, <laughs> it's a big topic. It's just hard to hard to get past that, what all we saw last night. I had, man, Josh, I had a curfew at 10.30 p.m. to try to get some sleep, and, of course, that news came out at 11, kept me up all night. Just just hate to see it. So, maybe maybe we spend more of the rest of this week. Today, it's hard for me to separate myself from saying that this needs to be our primary and essentially sole focus today. But I'm, I'm reading what you're putting down from the text line. I hear you, the listener, and we will not spend the rest of this show – or the rest of this week only talking about Kale Gundy unless you, the listener or a caller, chimes in and wants to ask about it. But I will tell you, as a show host, as someone that gets to host a show here on the Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans, I do feel a sense of responsibility individually to spend a large portion of this morning talking about this. I understand it's now getting to the beating a dead horse type portion of the conversation, or it's uncomfortable, it's not easy, but it's the it's the biggest situation in Oklahoma football, and I can't, 
as a show host, feel comfortable ignoring it or sweeping it under the rug or acting like it didn't happen or hasn't happened, at least for today. Now, for the rest of this week, okay, I see you, I hear you sitting here and beating you over the head with it that this has happened at Oklahoma and that Kale Gundy has resigned. You're probably right. It probably doesn't need to be the only thing we talk about all morning long, all afternoon long, and all week long. But I, again, do feel a sense of responsibility to not ignore this topic. That's just me. So, okay, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We got just a couple of more segments here. It's the Plank Show on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Still time for you on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. Timeout, and we got a couple more segments to wrap it up next. It's the Plank Show right here on the Ref. Couple more segments. It is the Plank Show. It's Monday on the Plank Show. Monday on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby, home of Sooner fans. Hour number three, as always, brought to us by Rooftech of Oklahoma. And thank you for those of you that, again, I, I've talked a lot about the Kale Gundy situation this morning. I would just prepare you that there will be more on the Kale Gundy situation this morning. And thank you for those of you that have been supportive after somebody basically said, hey, shut up and, and dribble, you know, get back to other topics. Thank you for kind of having our back on this. It's the first hours after a breaking story. What do some listeners want an OU radio station to talk about? And there's been plenty of other responses just like that. Uh, I get what the other listener was saying, but the Gundy thing will amount to either nothing or devastating implications. You guys have to talk about it. Thank you. That's that's where I'm at with it. I mean, it's massive. It's the, the biggest story, obviously, in Oklahoma football. Is it comfortable? Is it fun? You think I like hopping in here for three hours and talking about a story of this type of magnitude of the pieces of the puzzle of this story? Hell no, I don't like hopping on the airwaves for three hours and talking about this, but you can't ignore a story like this. Uh, One more text here. This story hurts the program. Ignoring it does not work. You guys are doing your job to help all of us work through this. So thank Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the support on that, those of you that have been supportive. Okay, Callie Fry on the phone lines. Callie Fry uh, has some thoughts. On the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. Callie Fry, good morning. Welcome to the show. All right, Josh. Uh, it's been a long time, man. Uh, how you been? It's been a minute. Yeah. How's everything going, man? I'm outstanding, man. As a, uh, as one of my cohorts used to say, if it got any better, there'd be two of me. Anyways, uh, today's a tough day. That's why I wanted to give you a shot. We hadn't talked in a while, and... Uh, this kind of takes me back to, uh, you know, what happened to uh, what's the baseball coach, you know, Larry Koshell uh, is who you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, Koshell, and that happened, and you, and you remember, I'm alumni baseball, and 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 uh, when that happened to Coach Koshell, we 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 had alumni meetings after that, and you know what, you know, I didn't have a glove, and Coach Shell always had a glove there for me the couple of years that I went to to meetings with him, and I think it's gonna for me. Uh, it boils down to how did how did he treat people? You know, how did Coach Cosell treat people? How did Kale treat people? 
and and that's what that's what it boils down. And to the me. reputation, yeah. just to fill in those dots for you right there, the reputation, Kylie Fry's, that both were generally speaking tremendous in the way they treated people. Yeah, and 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 again, I'm not going, and 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 so always know that, and you, and you know me personally from meeting me, and uh, uh, I made sure that he was comfortable when I went in there. And I made I, I did it on purpose. Like, look, man, I, I don't think of you that way. I don't. And 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 what's going on with Kale is not even close to what Coach Koshell did. Okay, do you understand that, Josh? Yeah, the the Koshell situation was pretty bad. I mean, it, it, it does feel like there's different scales to that. At least based on how this has been presented, right, with, with Kale Gundy, that he read it off an iPad. I mean, the, the Larry Cochell situation where you're sitting down with ESPN and you make the remarks that he made, yes. I mean, there's different yeah, degrees sir. here. Yes, sir. So, so we uh, come on, man. We, if I'm, if I'm going to be okay, if, if I, if, you know, I don't know Kale personally, but I know the work that he's put in, you know, and, and, and he's like one of those products uh, – that uh, uh, the cleaning products, and they say, "Hey, we clean 99.9 percent." You know what I mean? They don't ever say a thousand. They don't ever say a hundred. Josh, you notice that? Right. Okay. So he's one of those kind of products to me. He's a he's a he's a he's a branded product. He's a OU branded product, and um, you just tell people how I feel about it. And I'm a person of color, right? This is true. This is true. Okay. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, I made it through the Larry Koshell thing quite easily, and I and I and I took the time to make sure and make him feel comfortable because he made me feel comfortable. So we, when you boil it down, you need to get back to way the way how has how has Kale treated people 25 years? No, I think it's important. And look, Kale Gundy is as much Oklahoma as almost anybody in Oklahoma football history. Right, outside of Merv Johnson, who's been a part of more games? I don't think anybody in Oklahoma football no. history. So it's Merv one, Kale Gundy two, and I think that's why we're seeing the type of response to this that we've seen. That's that's why it's been what it's been because again, Kale Gundy is Oklahoma football, right? So I hope that doesn't yeah. get lost in translate lost in translation here, and people just forget like the idea that Kale Gundy's just gonna be disgraced in uh, resigning here and not kind of be the same guy or not be around the city of Norman. I mean, that part of it is really, really hard to wrap your brain around. And I'm thinking of Kale today. I am because this is, this has got to be a lot for him, man. This place means a lot to him and he is disgraced today. And, 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 and okay, but I'm, I'm coming from a, you know, I'm I, I'm not disgracing him whatsoever, man. I'm I'm sorry, man. I was raised to look at the good in people. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I I was I was born and raised there in Oklahoma, and uh, in in the red dirt of Oklahoma. I tell people that all the time here in California when they ask me where I was born. I said I was born in the red dirt of Oklahoma, where the hardworking people are, and nobody's worked harder than Kale Gundy. I don't know how to say that, you know, in in, in so many ways, and. And uh, he's not under no kind of disgrace from me, man. My heart goes out to him. I-, I wish I could help him right now. I wish I could hug him. You know what I mean, Josh? Yeah. No, I, I and you know what? You're not alone. And that's why Joe Mixon and Rodney Anderson and others have put out the types of statements of support for Kale Gundy that they have. There's a lot of people that love Kale Gundy, love Kale Gundy, and feel that way. Man, I tell you, let me just tell you this quick story before I, I still remember – 
when Trey Young was there, uh, the weekend that I had, is, uh, you, you you still remember the uh, the uh, Thunder game where what's the guy made that shot in the end, Josh? He, uh, Damian Lillard from was, Portland? No, 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 not him. Uh, it was it was a couple of years later, and it was a regular season game, and he was with the uh, Warriors this year, the star with the Warriors, not not Curry, the other guy. Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins. Wiggins, you remember the shot that he made against Oklahoma City that they played on the, the commercial over and over? Yeah, he he banked it in, I okay. think. Yeah, from like half court almost to end the game. You remember? I was at yes. that game. Okay, I was in town. I was at that game sitting center court. The next day I watched Trey Young play, and then the, the Saturday we had the Big 12 championship, Josh. Okay, so, so I was in there that weekend. And when my partner and I from California drove up to the stadium because I wanted to show him, you know, where the shows where the uh, varsity O, where, where, where the, lump, the letterman, you can key in the, the person's name and it'll pop up on those screens right there. You remember that? Right next to the stadium? Yes. Okay, I wanted to show my part. We pulled up right there, okay? And here comes walking out of there, Kyler Murray, uh, uh, help me. Uh, Who's the other quarter? Uh, uh, Mayfield. Here they come walking out of there, and then another quarterback and Kale. And believe me, we were frozen. We were. They were so awesome coming out of that door that I was like, "Those are Oklahoma quarterbacks." Sure. And Kale, Kale was right there teaching them. You know what I mean? They were heading over to the field to the Everest field. And so I can't. I couldn't have a better weekend than that, my friends. Okay. No, he's. I mean, look. It's somebody who's been a legend around Oklahoma. Hey, Callie, I got to run, man. I got one final break Thank I got to hit. Thank have you. a Have a Thank good you. Monday. Thanks for calling in. One final timeout. We'll wrap it up. It's the Plank Show right here. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Josh and Connor, Hour 3, brought to us by Roof Tech of Oklahoma. One final segment. We're back. It is the Plank Show with Chris Plank absent. He... Did I read that text earlier that somebody somebody said about Plank that we can't let him go on vacation anymore because – did I read that? Yeah, I don't think any of us sound like Plank, so. Well, did, did I read the text that somebody sent in about Chris Plank can't go on vacation anymore because the last time he went on vacation, Lincoln Riley left? Oh, no, you did not see it. You did not say that, but that's, and, that's pretty funny. And now this, this time he leaves, and lo and behold, last night we uh, – Obviously, get this bombshell of breaking news. So, yeah, Plank, you might be, dude, you might be barred from ever taking another vacation ever again. But, anyways, it's uh, the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Connor Pasby. Thanks for uh, joining us on this Monday. Obviously, it's been a unique Monday. It's been, in many ways, a it's been a frustrating. It's been a depressing. It's been an emotionally charged Monday for Sooner Nation. It's not been an easy Monday, and it's not necessarily going to get super easy the rest of the week either. This is this is the breaking news moment of this, but it's not totally going away overnight. And this, too, shall pass for Oklahoma football. I do think it's a, a massive first hurdle for Brent Venables to the texter or – yeah, the texter that asked earlier, do you think that this maybe was why Brent Venables was a little bit somber at OU Media Day? That's a good question. Maybe, Connor. Maybe. I mean, we, we don't really know the timeline in all of this. That would 
Timeline-wise, it would add up. It would make sense. Big Bad Wolf says at some point today you guys need to replay that clip from Jim earlier. Very wholesome and relatable. And I thought this was good on the way out. I feel for the player. Clearly, Gundy was loved. He has to think about and live with any blowback from teammates and fans if, unfortunately, it gets out. That Gundy lost his job because he wasn't paying attention and focused on his task and had something else on his iPad. It's a good point. The player, by some, is going to get painted into a villain here. And Oklahoma fans, my charge to you is come together to not make that the case. That's it for me. Unique Monday. And we're done. For Connor, I'm Josh. For all of you, for Joey, thanks for joining us. It's been the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Keep it locked in. Steelman and Thune at noon. They're next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans.